It's time for the SwampSwamiSports.com audio podcast. And today we're remembering Pistol Pete Maravich. After standing for 53 years, the record for the NCAA basketball men's all-time scoring record may be broken in the next week or two. And the gentleman who has owned the long-time scoring record played just three years of college basketball. That's because the NCAA wouldn't allow freshmen to play on varsity squads back in 1970. He averaged more than 44 points a game during his three years of varsity basketball. Meanwhile, Antoine Davis of the University of Detroit Mercy Titans of the Horizon League has a chance to break that all-time scoring record soon. He's 125 points short of the record with three games left to play. And if Detroit, which is currently 13-16 this season, should win its first Horizon League tournament game next week, Antoine Davis will get a fourth game in order to break the record. He's benefited from playing in five college basketball seasons due to the NCAA's allowing a fifth-year do-over ruling following the COVID-shortened 2019-2020 season. The six-foot-one Davis is averaging nearly 28 points per game in his fifth year. His career scoring average will end up at about 26 points a game, and that's quite impressive indeed. However, longtime basketball fans think that it's a wee bit unfair to compare his stats to the record holder, and we're talking about former LSU guard Pistol Pete Maravich. Maravich, who is known for his floppy socks and incredible flair while handling the basketball, scored 3,667 points in just three years playing for the Tigers from the fall of 1967 through March 1970. His scoring average was an incredible 44.2 points per game. Excellent. During Pistol Pete's time at LSU, the NCAA did not allow freshmen to play on the varsity basketball squad. Believe it or not, they wanted incoming freshmen to have a full year to get accustomed to the rigors of college life. My, how things have changed since 1970. Not only can current college basketball players play as freshmen on the varsity team, they're now able to collect significant money from their own NIL, or name, image, and likeness, rights. And after just one year in college, many of today's college basketball players vamoose directly into the NBA. During Pistol Pete's playing days at LSU, college basketball did not have a three-point shot or a shot clock either. Given Pete Maravich's prolific shooting range, there's no doubt in my mind that he would have averaged more than 50 points per game if a three-point line had been used during his playing days. Though Pete Maravich passed away suddenly at the age of 40 back in January 1988 to an undetected heart condition, Pistol Pete will always be remembered as a true basketball legend. I was fortunate enough to get to see Pistol Pete Maravich play once in the late 1960s in Shreveport's Hirsch Coliseum. LSU was playing a preseason exhibition game at that time, and a sellout crowd of more than 8,000 people were on hand. And at that time, any arena where Pete Maravich played was sold out. My friends and I arrived at least an hour before tip-off time in order to watch Pistol Pete warm up. His incredible dribbling and passing and shooting skills wowed us before the game even started. And my most vivid memory during the warm-ups was seeing Pistol Pete dribbling the basketball while slowly walking away from the basket toward the free throw line. And without even turning his back to look, Maravich lofted up over his head a 15-foot shot, which, of course, swished right through the basket. Yes! My friends and I roared approval as Pistol Pete had drained a shot without even looking at the basket. 
You better believe that my friends and I tried to master that trick shot for the next few weeks on the local playground. My basketball coach at the time made it very clear that anyone attempting that shot during a game would be benched for the remainder of the season. I can see why. One interesting link between Pete Maravich and the University of Detroit's Antoine Davis of today is that both of their fathers have coached their sons in college. Davis's dad is Mike Davis. Formerly at Houston's Texas Southern University, Davis is now coaching his son at Detroit Mercy for all five of his years. And Peter Press Maravich was the head basketball coach at North Carolina State University, and he received a higher-paying job offer from LSU. And he was expected, unofficially of course, to bring his highly sought-after basketball-playing son along with him to Baton Rouge. Well, not so fast, Dad. Not so fast! Young Pete Maravich wanted to play his college ball at West Virginia University and emulate such mountaineer legends such as Jerry West and Hot Rod Hundley. However, Pete Maravich finally agreed to come play basketball for his father's new employer in Baton Rouge as long as dear old dad would purchase a car for his son upon graduating from high school. Deal. In Baton Rouge, LSU basketball had been an afterthought. The school's football team was, and still is, the big talk on campus. Back in 1967, the school's ancient basketball arena doubled as a livestock and rodeo facility. LSU's John Parker Ag Center was constructed all the way back in 1937, utilizing unemployed workers during the Great Depression days. During the fall of 1967, Pete Maravich arrived on campus at LSU. And during Pete's first year as part of the Tigers' freshman team, long lines of students and fans stood outside of the ancient Ag Center, hoping to get a seat inside to watch Pistol Pete play basketball. The LSU varsity games that year are usually played in front of less than half as many fans. The excitement associated with watching The Pete Maravich Show guaranteed a sellout crowd at every LSU home basketball game and most of their road games, too. The school utilized the incremental revenue to build a new basketball arena soon after Maravich left. Today, the Pete Maravich Assembly Center at LSU is fondly referred to as the house that Pete built. Pistol Pete Maravich would play 10 years in the NBA with the Atlanta Hawks, New Orleans Jazz, and the Boston Celtics before retiring from the league in 1980 at age 32 due to lingering knee problems. He was inducted into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame in 1987. But a less publicized reason for Pete's NBA departure was due to his increasing problems with dealing with alcohol and other drugs, which had worsened during his professional basketball years. A few years after his retirement, while living in the New Orleans area, the always intense Pete Maravich discovered religion, and he quickly turned his life around by his mid-30s. The born-again Christian then hit the road and spoke to countless groups. He even accompanied Reverend Billy Graham on several of his crusades. Pete Maravich would say that he had never been happy while pursuing the lofty basketball goals which he set for himself at age seven. And at last, he was finally at peace with himself, and he wanted to share his story of redemption with others. By 1986 and into early 1987, Pete Maravich spent a lot of time caring for his father, Press, after cancer had spread throughout his body. His dad, Press Maravich, died in April 1987 at age 71. And just nine months later, on January 5, 1988, Pete Maravich was appearing in California to speak to another Christian group. And while playing in a very friendly, non-competitive pickup basketball game at a church gymnasium, the 40-year-old Pete Maravich collapsed on the floor. An autopsy revealed that Maravich died with a rare heart defect. He did not have a left coronary artery, and his right coronary artery was grossly enlarged. 
The doctors said it was a miracle that Pete Maravich had been able to play basketball at such a high level for so long with such a heart condition. Pete Maravich was survived by his wife Jackie and two young sons, Jason and Josh. Now, in February 2023, Detroit Mercy Titans guard Antoine Davis is quietly chasing Pistol Pete's 53-year-old college scoring record. Unlike the exciting Pete Maravich show at LSU during the late 1960s, almost no one in Detroit seems to be noticing Antoine Davis's quest to break the all-time NCAA men's basketball scoring record. At last Sunday's home game for his Detroit Titans team, there were less than 2,000 fans in the school's 8,000-seat arena. Antoine Davis has another home game tonight on Thursday, February 23rd against Northern Kentucky and a home finale this coming Saturday afternoon against Wright State. The Titans will then play next week in the Horizon League Tournament. With a minimum of three basketball games left, Antoine Davis is going to have to average 41.67 points per game in order to break the all-time scoring record of Pete Maravich. If Detroit should win its first Horizon League tournament game next week, he would then have a fourth game and would need to average 31.25 over four games to capture the record. If the Pete Maravich of 1988 were still with us today, I think he would likely have been the first person in line to congratulate Antoine Davis on breaking his scoring record. But as for the rest of us Pistol Pete fans, we're kind of hoping that Antoine might fall a few points short of that record held by our beloved Louisiana sports icon. I'm Swamp Swamp.